Well, yesterday, the 22nd, was the uh, anniversary of Roe v. Wade, uh, 44th anniversary, 1973. Um, but because yesterday was a Sunday, we have taken, uh, the American bishops, you know, have decreed that the uh, National Day of uh, Prayer for the Legal Protection of the Unborn should be transferred to today. So that's what it is today, is the National, prayer, uh, National Day for Prayer for the legal protection of the unborn. And uh, that part, legal protection, is really important to kind of get down. What we're, we're, we're praying for is that Roe v. Wade ultimately would be overturned. That's our goal. And the pro-life movement will not stop until that takes place. Okay, So it's a legal battle that we're fighting, and it's fought in the public sphere, and it's political. It's unabashedly political and legal. Um, if we look in our gospel today, we see this parable that Jesus puts forward and he basically describes the devil as a strong man. Okay. And the strong man, uh, is got, he's captured all this plunder and he's got it under his control. And then someone who's stronger than him comes in and kicks his butt and takes the plunder from him. The first strong man is the, is the devil. The second strong man who comes in and kicks the first guy's butt is, is the Lord himself. Okay. And, um, but if we, we notice though, the, the first strong man, he's got all this plunder. The, the devil has got his hands on all manner of things and people and institutions and laws in the world. Okay. The devil has a certain kind of authority and power in the world. Uh, he's called the God of this world. In fact, St. Paul calls him the God of this world. So he's very powerful. And uh, if you think that he isn't behind the certain Supreme Court decisions, you're very naive and very, very deeply, you know, kind of like living in a fantasy world. Okay. So the devil is behind politics. And we, that's why part of the battle is political. Now there's a deeper, deeper battle for the hearts and the minds of men and women, for their souls, for salvation, for uh, moral uh, mores and ethos and whatnot. But laws are also a part of that, and they play a role in all of this. So we, it is important to try to change the laws and to fight things at a political level. There are some Catholics who say, well, we shouldn't be trying to change or overthrow Roe v. Wade. We shouldn't try to be outlawing abortion. Um, that's a bad, that's a mistake. Politics is the art of the possible, and things would be worse if we did that. So the argument goes like this. It's a, it's a, it's a foolish argument, and it goes something along the lines of, well, if we overturned Roe v. Wade and abortion was illegal, it would make things worse because, yes, abortion's wrong. I mean, this argument stance it presupposes abortion is wrong. Abortion's wrong, but the thing is, if we made it, if we made it illegal, uh, what would happen is that no, the abortion, the number of abortions wouldn't decrease at all. And in addition to all the abortions taking place that are just, there wouldn't be any change on that front. Uh, women's health would suffer because women would be going to like back alley abortionists and there would be like criminal, you know, organizations that were, you know, organizing this. And so they would be like quack doctors who would be performing abortions and it would be to the, de to the detriment of women's health. 
they also say another part of this kind of mind frame is something like, well, you know, it's kind of like the old psychology of the uh, the kid in the cookie jar. You know, you tell the kid, uh, don't take that cookie, and suddenly the idea gets put in the kid's head, and he's like, I really want to take that cookie, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, the argument is really, it's not a sound argument. Uh, the, the analogy to the kid in the cookie jar is not a good one because, you know, really actually when the kid, the kid is tempted to get the cookie, you know, I mean, he knows that in and of itself there's nothing wrong with eating the cookie. I mean, mom gives him a cookie every once in a while when he's good, okay? He's more like he's trying to test his relationship with his mother and to see, you know, that's that kind of a thing. It's not a good analogy for abortion. Abortion is murder. And most people who have abortions, they're, they're not doing it in good faith. They know it's wrong, but they see it as a lesser evil because they don't want to have their autonomy taken, their freedom. They had all these plans. I was going to go get an education and get a degree, and suddenly I'm, ah, I'm pregnant or whatever it might be. Okay. So it's not, you know, it's not the kid in the cookie jar. It's not like the law that's against abortion would actually cause people to, oh, I want to go get an abortion all the more now. I mean, it, it's not a good analogy. The other issue too, the more the more fundamental kind of like aspect of this argument is that uh, it would not decrease the number of abortions. That's nonsense. If Roe v. Wade was overturned, the number of abortions would plummet, plummet, absolutely plummet. Still would be taking place, of course. People would be doing it, probably. But you know, it wouldn't be back alley abortions. It would be, it would be chemical abortions, is what it would be. And the women, you know, the technology that we have, it would all be it, women's health wouldn't suffer. The fact of the matter is, if if you know Roe v. Wade was overturned, people, you know, women would be having abortions still, um, but they would be t- having recourse to chemical means, which is fast becoming the, the preferred means anyways. anyways, The morning after pill is a real big, a real big thing. Um, and, there, and it gets, gets fancier and fancier, all these chemical means to do abortions. Uh, so women's health when it suffer. And um, the fact of the matter is uh, abortions would plummet. The number of abortions would plummet big time. Because law... It's got two aspects to it. A society, you can take a given society or a people group and their laws express their mindset and their beliefs. So if God be, you know, if God wills it, Roe v. Wade is ever overturned, that's a sign that the American people are starting to come around and really wake up and say, you know, we, we, uh, we think it's wrong to discriminate against people on the basis of their skin color. Why are we discriminating against people on the basis of the fact that they're in their mother's wombs as opposed to being outside of their mother's wombs? You know, that, that was just a common sense. It would be a sign that Americans are finally starting to kind of wake up to common sense. So it would be a change of heart. Also, not only does law express the mindset and the heart of a given people group, but it also plays a formative role and an educational role. People readily believe that what's legal is also morally permissible. That's just common sense, and that's the way it should be anyways, right? So the younger generations, they see something's illegal, they would it would help reinforce the idea that this is immoral, that it's wrong to do this. So it's there's a, a feedback loop. Laws express a people's beliefs, and they also form, inform, and develop 
of people's beliefs. So law is not the, the total front of the battle against um, uh, abortion, the battle for life, uh, but it's an important front. And any Catholic who sits there and says, oh, I think that it'd be worse, I don't think we should be you know, trying to fight against Roe v. Wade or trying to fight against abortion laws, they're out of their water. Um, you know, the other issue too is I, I have to say, I think that the uh, Catholics who, who kind of put this argument out are, there's a bit of pride and vanity. It's like, our bishops have made this day a day for the prayer of the legal protection of the unborn. Oh, but I'm gonna, I don't care what the bishops say. You know, there's a little bit of this contrarian attitude. It's like, I'm an independent thinker. I don't have to go with, so there, there is an element of pride and vanity uh, in this, as well as just, it's not sound in terms of reasoning as well. So my brothers and sisters, don't be fooled um, by the fallacious arguments that are out there. Um, we do need to fight this battle at the level of law, and we should pray today uh, for the legal protection of the unborn.